MSW Media. News with swearing. Daily beans, daily beans. Daily beans, daily beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Thursday, November 21st, 2019. Today, Sondland, Hale, and Cooper testify. Trump can be deposed in the summer service case. Trump responds to testimony. Some great schadenfreude and the scope of the impeachment. I'm your host, AG, and with me today are Amanda Reeder. Hello. And Jesse Egan. Hey now. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks Good for to being be back. Here. Thanks for joining us on this yes. very rainy evening in San Diego. It yes. is really raining hard. Yeah, if you hear something in the background, that's what that is. Um, not going to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really nice. <laughs> it is. It's I raining love it. truth. Those are tr- those are beans falling on the roof. Yeah, I like it. Truth beans. Mm-hmm. Truth beans keep falling on my head. <laughs> okay. Um, we have a lot of news to get to today. Obviously, this is another marathon uh, day of testimony. I can't do mm. these 12 hour days, you guys, of testimony. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Like, how, why are they doing this to me? Well, especially for someone like you who's addicted to the news, you're like, I can't look away. Yeah. I, I can't, right? Yeah. And, uh, but like, are you nervous going to the bathroom? But it's like my whole job to do this, mm-hmm. and it's tiring for me. Yeah. So I don't imagine. Do you have to like live tweet the whole time or something? No, I just just need to watch it all. But I I don't imagine what this is like for any, you know, rando American. Mm. We had people tweeting at us today being like, tomorrow's beans is going to be wild because they just (laughs) knew that you were glued to the TV all day long. (laughs) I was I was really into the Sunland stuff. What a douche. God, what a fucking douche. Right. Did you see it? I saw part of it. Yeah. And I was just like, he's hard to watch. Yes. That is, that is that's an accurate description of my emotion. <laughs> uh, but how how was your uh, day? How was your day off? Yeah. Well, I was here yesterday. Right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> it was quick. Jesse, how's your month off of the podcast been? <laughs> it's been a great... No, it's been fine. <laughs> I've been writing awesome. some ads, so I, I still you. get to participate. That's good. And, and you're I'm, here. And I'm here. I want to hear one live, so I'm excited for that. You're really excited about helicopter conferences. I, that's my favorite phrase. I, I wish I came up with that one. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's the thing. I was wondering, like, why does he always have to speak in front of the helicopter? And uh, this was the the theory today. My theory was that when he comes out on the lawn, he's like, all right, I got to talk to the press. Fire up the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going anywhere. He just needs yeah, to turn it on. Turn it on. I think he has it on so like he can, if something, if he, not that he's ever been confronted by any of his 14,000 lies, but right. like, you know, somebody might, you know, well, I didn't hear you. It was loud. You know, <laughs> he, he, could, out, but he would he have some get sort bugged of... Or something. Can yeah. you imagine a mind where you think, well, if we turn on the helicopter, I can pretend not to hear people. That's a great strategy. <laughs> it's like my <laughs> dad with his hearing aid. <gasps> a man with a brilliant mind. <laughs> like, oh, the battery's dead. No, it's not. You're full of shit. <laughs> All right. We do have a lot of news to get to. So let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right, so it happened today. It did. The long-awaited Gordon Sundland testimony. I've been wondering what was going to happen. I mm-hmm. thought I had some ideas, and it pretty much turned out the way I thought. A little bit. Um, but, you know, that was this morning. Uh, we had two. It was a doubleheader today. So we had uh, Cooper and Hale in the afternoon. But Gordon Sundland, um, U.S. ambassador to the European Union, not Ukraine, mm. Uh, told lawmakers this morning that he and others 
pursued a quid pro quo arrangement with Ukraine at the express direction of Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, quote, was, was there a quid pro quo? Uh, as I testified previously with regard to the requested White House call and White House meetings, the answer is yes. That's what he said. There so, it is. There it is. Right out. And, and I knew, like, he had to just come clean about it. Mm-hmm. There was no way around it or he would be he would be charged with perjury. Um, he clarified that Trump's desire for Ukraine to open investigations into Biden and the 2016 election interference in exchange for a White House meeting with Ukrainian President Zelensky was not a secret. Uh, everyone was in the loop, uh, including Mike Pompeo. Uh, and that was the kind of the big thing for me today was that everyone was in the loop. That mm-hmm. means Mulvaney, Trump, Pompeo, every, you know, Pence, everyone, at the, right? Pence, everyone mm-hmm. at the highest levels. Uh, and when Sondland and Giuliani conveyed the demands to Ukrainian officials, Sondland said, quote, we all understood that these prerequisites for the White House call and the White House meeting reflected Trump's desires and requirements. Desires and requirements. Mm. Sounds like a book mm-hmm. by Danielle Steele or something. Mm. Desires, Desires and requirements. requirements. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I love that voice. Do it again. Do it again. Desires and requirements <laughs> by Danielle Steele. It's <laughs> the best. It's got Fabio on the front. Yeah. <laughs> With like a half torn pirate shirt. Hair breezy. Whoosh. Breezy hair. I love it. Um. <laughs> Uh, Val Demings, I love her so much. She she makes an important point during the testimony that when Sunland called Trump in September and asked him what he wanted, Trump unprompted said, I want nothing. I don't want a quid pro quo. <laughs> unprompted. Yeah. He said, I don't yeah. want a quid pro quo. <laughs> How you doing today? I don't want a quid pro quo. You fuck you. <laughs> it's just weird. Right? Hey, what's up? I didn't murder John. Yeah. <laughs> what you talking about? get that did you get that on tape i don't want that rob a bank fuck you yeah so yeah i didn't there was no quid pro quo bro and he was repeating that in his helicopter conference that that basically in his mind that exonerates everything is him saying that one thing yeah i was was also listening on the way over um to to npr and and they were playing a a clip i hadn't heard earlier today of president trump addressing people he was like I wanted nothing. I said I wanted nothing. I don't want anything from Ukraine or something along those lines. Just like incoherent screaming and incoherent screaming should just be like there should be a book about Trump called Incoherent Screaming. Desires and Requirements. It's the sequel. Desires, yeah, to Desires desire. and Requirements. Colon. Incoherent, incoherent Screaming. screaming. <laughs> by Danielle Steele. My mom fucking. It sounds like a caption. It's like, you, you know, know how they close caption stuff? Like, this is the weirdest romantic novel ever. <laughs> Incoherent screaming. My mom, who listens sometimes, no offense, mom, she fucking loves Danielle Steele. When I was younger, <laughs> I hope you're listening. She listens on her night shifts. Um, so if you're listening, mom, I apologize. But also, you'll be here, happy to hear my growth. When I was younger, I judged her because I was like, this is trash. What the hell is this literature? This is garbage. But now that I'm older, I'm like, you know what? You go, girl. You this enjoy awesome. you, you enjoy your chiclet. You get on with it. <laughs> Self-care. Chiclet? Well, whatever. Oh, my God. that's I've never heard it called no? chiclet. Oh, chiclet? Oh, yeah. You've never heard that before? That's my own personal title for it. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. good. Yeah, chiclet. But, uh, yeah, but now, I, now I've, I've come to understand and love the fact that uh, – trashy romance novels can be a good time so easy to read yeah. mm-hmm. just Hell so yeah. easy to read <laughs> and easy to write titles for too yeah apparently we can write a whole book <laughs> yeah. you and i 
easily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's your guys' next project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hit us up if you need uh, titles for your romance novels. Yeah. Chapter one, I want nothing. <laughs> I like he had that written, handwritten twice. That was written twice. I, I want nothing. I want nothing. Make sure to repeat that. I, right? I want nothing. I expected everything. Yeah. It's fascinating. Everything about him, like to see his handwritten notes is fascinating to me. Because it just, I was just like, maybe he can't write. But now you see he can, act, like, he wrote that, right? Yeah, that's his handwriting. So I assume he can read and write. He can read and write. Um, I, mean, I really wasn't sure. Shocking to, to us yeah. all. Uh, and also, why do you have to write down, I want nothing, I want nothing. There was no quid pro quo. <laughs> why do you have to write that down, bro? I don't know. Like, I just remember. I'm not remember looking that. at it right now, and I remembered it. <laughs> and I'm not the president. Like, and it's just weird. Uh, anyway, what, what, today the the Sondland testimony was just. I have some clips we're going to play later for Schadenfreude mm. for you. But once Sondland was finished, Schiff called on Pompeo and the State Department to turn over any and all records related to the investigation and issued a warning. Quote. We can see why Secretary Pompeo and President Trump have made such a concerted and across-the-board effort to obstruct this investigation and this impeachment inquiry. And I just want to say this. They do so at their own peril. Ooh. Desires and requirements. Mm. Desirements. De de desirements. Desirements and requirements. <laughs> at your own peril. By Danielle Steele. <laughs> you always have to kick that in at the end. Danielle Steele. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> Um, Sunland said Trump ordered diplomats to work with Giuliani on Ukraine, even those who did not want to, but felt they had no choice after Trump told them, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't, I don't like this guy. I don't want to work with Giuliani. Mm, Elf on the shelf's going to see me. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> but after they told him to talk to Rudy, the president's like, talk to Rudy. Oh, so they felt they had to quote. We all understood that if we refused to work with Giuliani, we would lose an important opportunity to cement relations between the U.S. and Ukraine. So we followed the president's orders. So now he's saying these were the president's orders. Mm. Um, Sunland confirmed and denied parts of David Holmes's testimony. Uh, David Holmes is the guy who overheard the phone call at the, in the Kiev cafe okay. between Sunland and Trump. Mm. And uh, Sunland confirmed he spoke with Trump on the phone from the restaurant like a champ. Quote, I have no reason uh, to doubt that this conversation included the subject of investigations. I would have been more surprised if Trump did not mention investigations, <laughs> particularly given what we were hearing from Mr. Giuliani about the president's concerns. However, Sunland denied David Holmes's claim that Sunland told him the president did not give a shit about Ukraine. Uh, and he testified, you know, remember, he's like, he doesn't give a shit about it. He cares about the big stuff. Uh -huh. He's like, there's, there's big stuff in Ukraine. War. Yeah. Russia war. That's big stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, no, big stuff that can benefit him. Uh, he, he denies that that happened, huh. that, that that conversation took place. And then Sunland, um, or he also had no recollection of discussing Biden or his son on that call. Okay. Uh, then Sunland told lawmakers he only learned later that request to investigate Burisma meant the Bidens. <laughs> so, that was everyone's excuse today. Burisma? That meant the Bidens? Yeah, that I was, had no idea. That was mm. Volcker yesterday. Yeah. Right? Today, he says, quote, today I know exactly what it means. I did not know at the time. <laughs> okay. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. But you've been speaking with Giuliani who was out there screaming about how Burisma and the Bidens were connected. That's 
Totally plausible, bro. You could Google it. Yeah. Like, it's just the dumbest. This was their conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. This was the inside job, like the whole yep. conspiracy theory that, you know, the Bidens were corrupt and Ukraine was corrupt and they interfered in the elections, not Russia. Mm-hmm. And so to to be like, I just didn't know until recently. I think maybe that'd be their best defense, really, is just that we're inept. You know, we were really dumb back we're then. We're incompetent. And now we, uh, we've heard other smart people talk, and we agree with them. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what happened. You're so right, Colonel Venman. You're so right, Doctor Hill. You're so right, Marie Ivanovich. Thanks for jogging my memory. I would have never <laughs> remembered talking to the president on a cell phone. Just the dumbest. Just the dumbest. I mean, I'm sorry. The best people. Only the best people. Um, then uh, we also learned from Sunland that Zelensky had to announce the investigations. He didn't actually have to do them. I thought that was an interesting key piece mm. of testimony. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, you don't have to do the investigation. Yeah, it's not about actually going oh. after corruption. It's just about making it look like making Biden, the Bidens look bad. And it's propaganda. It you we didn't want him probably to do an actual investigation because you discover there's nothing. <laughs> so just make a big fuss about it so that we can have a big uh, press you know, party over this. I mean, who are? Yeah, and Sunland testified also that he mentioned concerns about the military aid to Pence. He told Pence. So Pence knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying he mentioned to Pence before a meeting in Warsaw with Zelensky that he had concerns that the delay in aid had become tied to investigations. He told Pence that. So Pence knows. Pence knew. Mm. And, all the way back to the Warsaw meeting. Uh, so and Pence, this 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 is new information about how implicated Pence is in all this. Yeah, this exciting. is this is new stuff yeah. about Pence. Do you see? Yes, desires and requirements. Mm. <laughs> uh, and uh, and that Zelensky raised the issue with Pence directly, um, and Pence's office refuted this, saying, "Quote: The vice president never had a conversation with Gordon Sundland about investigations into the Bidens, Burisma." or the conditional release of financial aid to Ukraine based upon potential investigations. This alleged discussion, recalled by Ambassador Sunland, never happened. Mm. And they'll be able to say, like, Republicans are going to be able to say, this guy is not credible. This is his third revision. Yeah. So, unfortunately, that's that's the long and short of it. But uh, anyway, what, what I thought was funny, just that after time and after not being totally fucking stupid, Sondland became absolutely convinced the delay in aid was linked to investigations. And uh, Mike Turner slammed Sondland for his presumption that the release of aid to Ukraine was conditioned on announcing investigations. That's a presumption on your part, sir. Uh, quote, you really have no testimony today that ties Trump to a scheme to withhold aid from Ukraine in exchange for these investigations. Uh, Schiff then uh, said in order to convince Republicans Trump didn't do anything wrong, or excuse me, in order to convince Republicans Trump did anything wrong, Trump would have to say, Mr. Sondland, I am bribing the Ukrainian president. <laughs> <laughs> he has to put it in that language. Yeah. He actually you has hear to hear that rain? Yeah, that is. You probably can't hear it. But There's so many beams shit. coming down. Hold on, hold on. Oh, you can hear it. Can you hear it? Yeah. That's loud. Mm. Beams of justice <laughs> raining down today. Desires and requirements. Beanstorm. Daniel Steele. There are absolutely accidents happening all over San Diego County right now. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I wonder if that's hail. Like, that's big. It's loud. It's big noise. Oh, it's stopping. And that's the rain for today. (laughs) (laughs) How to entertain a Southern California. Wow. Rain. Weather. It's a a weather event. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> We've all been away from the East for too long. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I love that sound. Uh, finally, you guys, Sunland acknowledged that Biden, uh, a Biden probe would benefit Trump personally. Maloney asked, who would benefit from an investigation of the president's political opponents? And he says, presumably the person who asked for the investigations. All right. So who would benefit from an investigation into the Bidens? And he says, I assume President Trump would. And he goes, there we have it. See, that didn't hurt, did it? <laughs> that wasn't so hard. That uh, didn't hurt a bit, did it? <laughs> I'll play the rest of that clip uh, a little bit later. It's so good. That's mm. my favorite clip of the day. So uh, stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all. AG here. And as you know, I am a truth seeker, an information hunter, a firm believer that knowledge is power and that learning is a lifelong endeavor. As such, I always look for fun new classes to take to challenge myself, and I work on mastering skills that I'm interested in. That's why I love Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with over 25,000 classes in design, business, and more to fuel your curiosity, creativity, and career. Whether you're looking to discover a new passion, start a new business, or gain a new professional skill, Skillshare helps you unlock styles and strategies today's creators need to know. What I love about Skillshare is that every class has a project that lets you practice and get feedback, allowing you to learn by putting your skills to use. Skillshare enables you to collaborate with a growing community of over 7 million creators. The next class I'm taking is digital photography and video editing because we're going to start putting cameras in this studio pretty soon. So watch out because my new Instagram stories are going to be straight fire. Uh, join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering Daily Beans listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash Daily Beans. That's Skillshare.com slash Daily Beans to start your two months now. One more time, that's Skillshare.com slash Daily Beans. All right, everybody, welcome back. And now we're going to get to the second half of the testimony today. Friggin' 12-hour testimony. Again, I can't do these double headers, man. Mm. It's it's crazy. It's just so much. Uh, and I do this for a living. But uh, this afternoon, the rain is loud. Wow. It's really loud. <laughs> I haven't heard it come down this hard in a long time. Can't wait for all the tweets tomorrow of everyone being like, cool that you guys spent half the episode talking about the fucking yeah, rain. We couldn't hear <laughs> it. Idiots. <laughs> Justice rain. Anyway. Um, so basically here. So we we have a Defense Department official. Her name is Laura Cooper. She works at the Department of Defense, Pentagon, right? And an mm -hmm. Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs at uh, the State Department, David Hale. So oh. he, I think he's the third, number three, at the State Department. So first, uh, Cooper testified that after the transcript of her deposition was released, and this is new information, members of her staff brought her two State Department emails revealing the Ukrainian embassy was inquiring about the military aid on July 25th. July 25th. Yeah. Interesting yeah. that it was that day. I know. Did something else happen on that day? No. <laughs> nothing else happened on July 25th. You're crazy. <laughs> but, you know, here's Trump saying no one knew until September. Ukraine didn't know until September. So how can you have a quid pro quo if the if the, if the people who you're quoing <laughs> <laughs> don't knowing they're being quoing uh so that you know that's been a defense but that's been debunked like eight million ways and now we've got cooper testifying to that and it's documentary evidence because she has it in emails that's amazing so that's new stuff that we didn't haven't seen before brandon lee is the quo <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh, thou shalt not kill. oh wait that's uh sorry that's Sparkly vampires. Um, yeah. Uh, Twilight? No. Uh, sorry. Unsparkly vampires. Unsparkly. The Lost Boys. The Lost Boys. Definitely dirtier vampires. Mm -hmm. Sort of scruffy. Uh, also, uh, sorry. 
That's weird. Uh, she also testified that the order to freeze the aid came from the White House and she was told it was related to concerns about corruption and that multiple officials raised questions about the legality of the withholding of the aid. Mm. Uh, Cooper added Ukrainian officials were aware there was an issue with the aid on July 25th. Uh, and they were fully aware by August at late latest, right? That means they knew about the freeze earlier than previously thought, as we said. Uh, and she also said the Department of Defense certified Ukraine as complying with anti-corruption requirements for security assistance in May. Right. Before Trump... They'd already met the requirements before new things were thrown into the mix. For anti-corruption. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was way before Trump froze the aid. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't freezing the aid for so corruption. So what he did also in terms of freezing the aid was an illegal act in and of itself. Yes. Okay. And she does not know why the hold was lifted in September. He I was uh, freezing the aid because of his own corruption. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm freezing the aid for corruption. My corruption. My corruption. Excellent. My desires and requirements. Mm. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. So then... Hale uh, testified also, testified the State Department leadership declined to put out a statement of support for Yovanovitch. Uh, and the smear campaign was wrong, he says, and she should have been able to stay at her post. And we kind of knew all that. We sort of knew all that was coming. Uh, and Amanda, what do you have for us today? You have a couple of things that you wanted to bring up. Yeah, I do. And these are actually from some fan messages that we got. So thank you guys for sending in your little, your little tidbits for us. Um, so the first thing is about uh, how the White House's official YouTube channel is being used for propaganda. Um, so we got a note um, from Marguerite, which says, uh, hello, you need to cover this. The president is using the official White House channel to spread propaganda about his personal impeachment proceedings. The video, uh, there was a video uploaded to the White House's uh, verified YouTube channel on November 13th, which was a week ago. But um, yeah, I wasn't aware of it. And it uses the official White House logo. Uh, no information on who paid for it, but you can imagine that it was taxpayer dollars being used to spread propaganda. And it's a really short video, but um, it's kind of terrifying, actually. It's a uh, 25 seconds long, and it says, impeachment hoax, what you need to know. The swamp wants a media circus, not facts or fairness. None of today's star witnesses were even on the phone call. Democrats sought impeachment first and an excuse later. Um yeah, I know. <laughs> it's really. Mm. And it says the swamp loves investigating corruption except for its own. Read the transcript. President Trump has nothing to hide. Do Democrats? New hoax. Same swamp. Oh, my God. That's on the official White House YouTube channel, which as far as I'm aware, you're not allowed to use official channels of the White House for propaganda purposes. Correct. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, that's not a, a lot. Fun... Probably I heard that be. phrase, though, before that. Uh, same swamp, new hoax. Maybe I saw it in a tweet or something. Yeah. So, yeah, they're they're pushing that one. Yeah. But just a really shocking thing to come from. An, I mean, look, not that the official White House channels have been amazing for the last few years, but like this is just particularly egregious. And so um I yeah, thought it was worth that's bringing their up. new bumper sticker. It yeah. just reminds me of remember the old Russell song. Hicks bits like. Mm -hmm. It's Texas, not Texas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm loving it. Do, 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 do. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, it's it sounds like maybe Fox News wasn't quite propaganda enough, so they right. he's mad at Fox News right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Kind of funny. <laughs> they're Even, not they're not fascist enough. Right. Bummer. Yeah. Well, what what leaves him with what Breitbart, essentially? Uh, Owen or something like that. Oh or, yeah, or, One American Network. Yeah, and then there's also that. Uh, Oh, what's it called? Watching, I've, I've, I've watched brief moments of the OAN network and it's like, 
falling into a different universe, into an alternate realm of reality. It's very it's interesting. Q-dorks. It's all weird. It's just weird. Yeah. Like, oh, I just don't even understand how you could even get to that place. Yeah. Where that's the news that you believe. Yeah. Well, I can think of a few reasons, but they're all depressing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, The other one, which was from an awesome fan of ours who lives abroad. um, And this is a subject near and dear to my heart because I'm also someone who lives abroad. So she says, hello, I just heard your November 12th episode where you urge people to register to vote. Um, Yeah, we've been trying to do that a lot. So um, it's super important. She says, could you plug Democrats Abroad, please? The website is democratsabroad.org. And let overseas voters of all flavors know that they can register to vote at votefromabroad.org. Overseas voters should set their telephones to ring on January 1st. Overseas voters have to request their ballots every year. So make it a New Year's Year's resolution. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Love your podcast. Thanks so much. Helenka, the secretary of the Rome chapter for Democrats Abroad. Wow. Jealous she lives in Italy. How cool. That's fantastic. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know exactly how big the constituency is of Democrats Abroad, but it's 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 reasonably large. And they did have some some sway in the primary um, in 2016 for Democrats, as far as I'm aware. So. So, yeah. So if you live abroad. And, yeah, and I remember I, that. You're right. Yeah. So I think it's a, a fairly large group. And, and you know, more than that, I, I know from my time living in London and knowing a lot of Americans that Democrats Abroad has a lot of meetings and a lot of there's a community aspect to it. And so if you are an American living abroad, there might be a Democrats Abroad chapter near you if you're looking for some like minded people to just, you know, talk to about everything happening at home so that was a really nice thing and i know that we do have some fans who are american who live abroad so yeah check out your local democrats abroad chapter neat Very yeah cool. totally yeah thank you very yeah, important and, totally and if you're not abroad if you're here make sure you're registered to vote absolutely mm-hmm. yes if you're here register to vote get on that all the primaries in different states have different rules different deadlines like look into it now don't wait set, set reminders for yourself and again, if you live abroad, you can register for a ballot at votefromabroad.org. Awesome. Yeah. And right now, the debates are happening yeah, as we right record now, this. As we record. So it was a 12-hour day of deposition and then a two-hour debate <laughs> night. Mm. That's just so much. Yeah. I don't even know how. All news, all the time. Oh, my God. 24-hour news. It's going to be hourly beans. News, news, news. Soon. Live news girls. Mm-hmm. I was, re- I was replacing <laughs> news. Eventually, they're new school <laughs> with news. Eventually, they're gonna ha- like in the future. Strip clubs will just have like you'll be watching cable news while watching a girl dance because you won't be able to separate. <laughs> you have to be watching news. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's a lot of news. So, what are your feelings on the debates that we are currently not watching while they happen? Yes, ten people. It's probably a shit show. Yeah, uh, they don't have <laughs> enough time to talk about anything meaningful. Uh, I, I'm seriously Same story. like I'll watch them of course I mean you know, I'm going to watch them but I'm not going to start getting really into the debates until we're down to at least less than six people mm-hmm. you know like come on yeah get out of here they should just all talk over each other at first <laughs> they do well, we did get some tweets and messages from fans which were like hey like don't count out the people who haven't been in the top three recently so I guess we'll I see, won't. Right? I, I won't. I, I look. Like, I'm not erasing anyone. Yeah. I'm I, just when I tell you who the top three are, it's because of math. Right. Yeah. We, we leave our hearts open. Yes. <laughs> Yang could always come up from the bottom. Yang gang. You yeah. know what I do love? Look, 
a lot of Yang supporters. <laughs> I'm like Bernie. Look, <laughs> um, I love that a lot of Yang supporters are just pure at heart. <laughs> ones that I met. There are a lot of people, a lot of really awesome people who support Andrew Yang. Hope against hope, and I that delights like, me. I feel like the Venn diagram of Yang supporters and Radiohead fans is just a circle. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel it's just all, like it's all or Weezer, you know, mm-hmm. some sort of math rock. <laughs> is what I call it. Yeah. You know? Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have some great schadenfreude and some more news. So stick around. Hey, friends. Today's second helping of Daily Beans is brought to you by Audible. Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, thrillers, memoirs, and more. My recommendation this week is an audiobook by Elizabeth Gilbert called Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear. I've read it. I love it. And now I can listen to it when I drive or jog and be inspired and energized wherever I am. Audible is also convenient and a really great value. You can sign up as an Audible listener, which gives you audiobook credits every month for a low fee. Membership includes one free audiobook a month, exclusive sales, and 30% off all regularly priced audiobooks. Download and access all your audiobooks on any portable device, anytime, anywhere, with the free Audible app. It's great while commuting, at the gym, or during your holiday travels on the plane. With Audible, you'll also enjoy easy audiobook exchanges. If you don't like it, swap it. If you want to recommend one, you can share a book from your library with a friend. Uh, if it's their first time accepting an audiobook through this feature, they can listen for free. And unlike streaming or rental service with Audible, you own all your books and keep them forever, even if you cancel. Right now, for a limited time, you can get three months of Audible for just six ninety five a month. That's more than half off the regular price. Choose one audiobook and two Audible originals absolutely free. Visit audible.com slash dailybeans or text dailybeans to 500-500. That's audible.com slash dailybeans or text dailybeans to 500-500. All right, welcome back. So what what you guys were mentioning earlier with these notes that he took, this is kind of Trump's response Mm -hmm. to Sondland's testimony today, yelling, uh, you know, he said the familiar, I didn't, and then he also did the whole, I didn't know him very well. Yeah, he did that. Yeah, while holding some handwritten notes, like I Mm -hmm. said, in Sharpie, uh, presumably hurricanes are coming. Uh, So he says, so here's my answer. I want nothing. I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. Tell Zelensky to do the right thing. Um, I... Why would you quote yourself saying, tell Zelensky to do the right thing? That is such a gangstery phrase. It's so weird. You do the right thing. You, hey, okay? hey, hey, no, hey, nothing. do the right thing. Okay? Is that a movie? Hey? Huh? Quo? <laughs> do the right thing. You're able to do a slightly eh? better mobster impression with <laughs> your testosterone than oh, you are. That right? yeah. That's the, why you bring me on. The man <laughs> voice works good. My mafia voice is like a mob wife, like yeah. either either Shaldine from uh, My Blue Heaven or Jennifer Tilly and Bound. Me your, give me your best shot. Your Caesar. Best... <laughs> you knew what you were getting into, Caesar. We got to do I a mashup out. of I the therapist out. from The Sopranos talking to Trump and see how that oh god that works out. Does he get whacked at the end? Uh, I don't know. It just goes dark, and then Pence takes over. I think. Damn it! <laughs> that's exactly when yeah, it goes that's, dark. That's, <laughs> <laughs> it goes dark. And that mannequin takes over. Oh my gosh! Uh, Trump also said he says, "quote I didn't I don't know him very well. I've not spoken to him much." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is not a man I know well. He seems like a nice guy, though. That's another. What the hell does that have to do with any mafia sounding yeah. thing? It seems like he's a stand up guy. He's gonna do the right thing because I told him to. <laughs> <laughs> Trump told him to. <laughs> you do the right thing. Third person told him to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I just thought that was just a weird thing to stop and say. Yeah, and and he's been he's been kind of mostly absent for the last three days since his visit to Walter Reed. 
Um, they put a lid on the house, uh, White House early on Sunday and Monday. I just, you know, it's just interesting. Yeah. And then he comes out with that press conference. He seemed really tired. Uh, he he got some jabs in at Vinman and then crawled back into his yeah secret dungeon secret. Did secret, you get any beans it? on that on that on that trip to the hospital? Like what any insider info on what that could be about? I have no insider info, although there are rumors from staff at Walter Reed that he had chest pains. Oh my! Yeah. Goodness gracious! Which is a violation of. HIPAA, <laughs> they're, privacy they're laws. Not supposed to say that. <laughs> yeah, they're just totally not supposed to say oh, that. God. But here's here's the thing, though. Most of what can be done in an annual physical, mm-hmm. uh, and first of all, to have the first phase of your annual physical done four months early. Somebody tweeted like, "I got the first phase of my haircut today. I'll get the rest yeah. done in four months." You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but you know, he he, it just doesn't make any sense because the White House has facilities, yeah, for that kind of stuff, like. You you have to have some kind of out there tests and out there things to to actually have to go to the to, right. to have to go to the hospital. So I I, I doubt it was nothing. You know, it's yeah. something. Well, the stress has got to be just ridiculous. I mean, he should step down, but then he would probably uh, get in big trouble, I guess, if he if he's not uh, reelected for the statute of limitations to go down. Well, if he resigned, Trump would or uh, Pence would pardon him. Mm, yeah, for past acts, though, you can't pardon future crimes mm. and you can't pardon state crimes so the whole new york stuff would wouldn't go away uh let's see what else another federal news of fe- uh, another federal news <laughs> just, <laughs> just strictly federal news <laughs> uh, a federal judge in federal news has decided that trump can be deposed in a defamation lawsuit filed by former apprentice contestant summer zervos uh trump's argument was dumb saying a stay was necessary given the novel and important constitutional issues involved and the special considerations due to rich presidents uh, <laughs> and to prevent irreparable harm. <laughs> so basically he's saying, if I talk, I'm going to be irreparably harmed. <laughs> That's, you know. Ironclad. Yeah, ironclad. But alas, the judge denied Trump's request to dismiss or delay the case, but also fast-tracked a Trump motion to appeal the March decision that allowed the case to go forward. Summer Zervos has accused Trump of sexually assaulting her in 2007, claiming he kissed her twice on the lips during a lunch meeting, and then another time when she was in Beverly Hills when he aggressively kissed her and touched her breast. She sued Trump in 2017, saying he defamed her and called her a liar following her public statements in October 2016 about the assaults. Uh, Trump then filed a motion to dismiss, arguing Trump has immunity from such suits in state court uh, and says it could interfere with his presidential duties. (laughs) I assume that means pooping. Um... (laughs) Because he doesn't do anything, <laughs> so his presidential duties... I have uh, to go take a presidential duty. <laughs> D-O-O-D-Y. Is that, is that how you spell Go duty. duty the right thing. <laughs> Why is that so funny? I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> uh, fart jokes and pooping. It's just always so funny. Did you see Fartgate? No. Okay, so apparently... It sounded like Swalwell farted on TV, but it turned out it was a mug moving. Okay. (laughs) That's great. It's totally great. You should have a look at the video. (laughs) It's a good fart, too, but it's not real. Fartgate. (laughs) That's what the hashtag was. That's a great name. 
And it's funny because uh, once they found, like, once the news guy said it was the mug that moved across the table, sorry to burst all your bubbles, um, he, Swalwell retweeted it, totally exonerated. (laughs) (laughs) Eric Swalwell says he didn't fart on MSNBC. That's the news headline. (laughs) He had a handwritten note that said, I did nothing. I want nothing. I farted nothing. I farted nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I always see if I can find the. The fart. <laughs> a lawmaker denied ripping an absolutely enormous fart on live television. That's a that's a headline. That's crazy. It was not me. It's funny though. Hashtag Fartgate. <laughs> Fartgate sounds like a door that Trump closes when he has to go fart. You know, just close the Fartgate. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I have to do a presidential duty. <laughs> here it is. Here My it is. impression's getting worse. Oh, media could not be played. Why? Why? Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard that, but... Right at the word cheat, too. That's great. <laughs> to help them cheat. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat in election. <laughs> that pause was perfect to help him cheat. And watch his face. The election. He like yeah. lifts his whole body up when it happens, but it's not him. Apparently, it's just a mug. That's hilarious. Uh, that is uh, not the story. Oh, that's great. Um, but sorry, presidential duties. Where was I? <laughs> uh, oh, some reservos. Grown ups here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very mature. So some reservos sued Trump uh, last year or 2017, actually, saying he defamed her, calling her a liar when she made her public statements about the assaults. He filed a motion to dismiss, arguing he has immunity from such suits in a state court and says it could interfere with his presidential duties. That's where we were. Yep. Uh, they, uh, they also argued his denials are protected political speech. So he's allowed to defame people because he's got protected speech. Wow. Uh, the court ruled bullshit. Uh, no one's above the law and cited Clinton v. Jones, where SCOTUS held that the president isn't immune from being sued in a federal court for unofficial acts. This is a state court, though. Mm. So they might want to hear it, you know, just to set that precedent. Uh, Trump appealed and lost. Now the case can move forward. Trump can be deposed. That's the coolest part mm. of this whole thing. Uh, all right. Time for a little schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. All right, everybody, welcome back. Trending right now on Twitter, hashtag impeachment in five words, the number five. Mm. We've got winners such as fuck off Devin Nunes, moo. <laughs> uh, everyone was in the loop. I think the, I think someone's just trying to get ideas for a haiku is what I feel like this is. Uh, bribing Ukraine for personal gain. Uh, truth is triggering to deplorables. <laughs> uh, everyone was in the loop. That seems to be the big one. He's guilty. Impeachment is mandatory. Stick to using fake cows. Oh, stick to suing fake cows. That's a good one. Uh, please resign. <laughs> You're not defending our country. That's more than five words. Somebody tweeted a, a really uh, unflattering picture of uh, Devin Nunes. And um, it says, I just pooped my pants. Hashtag impeachment in five words. <laughs> just poop my pants. Good one. Mm. Uh, Someone put orange is the new black. Impeachment in five words. Oh, uh, somebody put, I'd rather watch Baby Yoda. Yeah, browse for yourself. Find your favorites. Tweet them at us. <laughs> Somebody's got uh, needles sticking in a Cheeto, and it says it took a while, but it finally worked. <laughs> uh, there's just all sorts of stuff here. Uh, yep, I see the oranges, the new black. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin Nunes, time is up. 
Ugh, just so many good ones. So check it out. Hashtag impeachment in five words. Add your own. Tag us at Daily Beans Pod. I'd like to know what you guys have to say. Also, a fresh round of pod dogs, please, and pod kitties and pod animals. Yes, fresh I, round, yeah, fresh round. I ask for this, you know, every week or so. I get a fresh round of sweet, sweet toe beans. Pod dog Wednesday. Yeah. Or Thursday, I guess. This pod is, pet. This is Thursday. Yes. I love toe beans. Pod, I toe yeah, beans. toe beans. How's Meowsy? He's got daily toe beans. Uh, he's the best. Uh, my favorite app is My Talking Pet. So now I just make Meowsy talk all the time on this app. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite thing. And <laughs> I'm not, it's not a sponsor or anything, but I paid extra to. It's just a good time. It's such a good time. You can animate your cat or your dog or your friends. <laughs> and is it your I'll voice? I'll show you one right after. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. show you one right mm-hmm. after. And it like follows face recognition. So like you can make your cat like raise his eyebrows and like turn his head. It's like, it's amazing. Is that how you did the cartoons mm-hmm. that you're yep. doing? Those are all on My Talking Pet. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So even drawings, you can animate mm-hmm. your drawings. It's amazing. Oh, dude, I'm going to have to check that out. Oh, yeah. That is not a sponsor, but uh, it should be. It's loads of fun. Mm -hmm. All right. uh, That's our show. Any final thoughts before we go watch the debates and yell about them tomorrow? Not so much. Yeah. My only question is if you ever do a redo of the show, like a repeat, do you call it refried beans? Would you ever do that? We actually are going to have a segment where we follow up on stories that seem to have gotten lost. Okay. And we're going to call that refried beans. There it is. Love it. Great minds. Love Thanks for joining us today, Jesse. Thanks for having me. It's wonderful to be back with you guys. What was the Mitch joke? I like refried beans, but I want to try fried beans because maybe they're just as good and we're wasting time. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the best joke. Also, the title for today's episode is totally going to be Desires and Requirements. Either that or a presidential duty. Presidential duties by Danielle (laughs) Steele. What what do you guys think? It's it's such a a toss They're both so good. Uh, Presidential duties. (laughs) it makes me laugh more i think presidential duties presidential duties d-o-o-d-y d-o-o-d-i-e-s okay okay, perfect (laughs) (laughs) because we're for because we're adults yes because we are adults yes good perfect excellent choice adult presidential duties adult presidential duties (laughs) should that be the title no I'm a grown-up and my poops are grown-up, too. (laughs) Winning. Okay. Presidential duties it is. Excellent. Uh, I don't have any final thoughts, so I just would, you know, say to everyone to please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, take care of the planet, and take care of your mental health. I've been AG. I've been Jesse. I've been Mandy Reeder. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is executive produced and directed by A.G. and Jordan Coburn and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazell and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager, executive assistant, production and social media direction is Amanda Reeder. Fact-checking and research by A.G., Jordan Coburn, and Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. And our website is dailybeanspod.com. <laughs>